Hey everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred, and as always, I've got my gracious co-host, Chris, the uncontested creator, Gossidus! Oh, what's up, homie? How you doing? How you been? Oh, new and improved. Soundboard 2.0 is in full effect. I am doing well. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic, man. Are you doing a Fantastic Four? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wish that on anybody. Uh, string back to back to back. So apparently Michael B. Jordan uh, recently came out and said in, lo- in, like, in his, uh, I guess, press junket run-up for Black Panther, said that he's really hoping that Black Panther atones for his sins in Fantastic Four, <laughs> uh, which weren't his fault at all. Uh, hmm. dude's a magnificent actor, but, uh, yeah, man, like he knows everybody knows nobody <laughs> wants anything sauce. Like it's let yeah, it go. No, it's, I mean, at this point, I don't understand it, bro. It's just a bunch <laughs> of shit show all around. Oh man. <laughs> like what, what happens when one man has too much power? We're going to find out on this episode. <laughs> With Chris and the sad board. Just be uh, completely uh, <laughs> not paying attention whatsoever to the conversation. Just playing with <laughs> playing with all the sounds. Oh, so he, yes, I won't stop. <laughs> it's going to be like every other podcast out there that yeah. with two people. Where one person's <laughs> totally tuning out the other one. While the other person's reading the ad for the week. You know. And then they're like, must read copy. And you have to read the part about the MeUndies. Right. <laughs> it's only a 30-day <laughs> trial. <laughs> now, what are your thoughts about that, Chris? Uh, two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three. Quick maths. Wow. I'll chime wow. in. Wow. I just... This is going to be hard. This is going to be a <laughs> hard to stay on, on track with this one. Okay. We've got a lot... When I say I, I say this sometimes, and sometimes I'm lying. Sometimes I'm lying. <laughs> I'm not lying this time. We have so much to cover um, and it's great. It's really good news that we've got to cover a lot of cool stuff. Uh, we got Marvel, we got DC, we've got some independent stuff. Uh, we got movies, we have publishing side. It's everything that everyone wants. There's some casting corner. Let's start off with what is easily gotten the biggest reaction on our, on our Facebook page, which is of course, facebook.com forward slash kneel before pod, where you can interact with us, even if it's just by liking or sharing, uh, some of the news articles we post, and that's how we know what to talk about. That's how we get our topics. That's how we get our topics, and uh, we had a really big fan reaction to this bit of news, so we're, we're going to lead off with this, and I know you're excited about it for a different reason oh, yeah. than what I am. I'm talking about <laughs> Tom Holland apparently shot for a few days on the Venom set, and in the... <laughs> whip, my whip, me weebs, me weebs, me weebs, um, whip, whip, yep, uh... <laughs> So he shot on the set for a few days. They already wrapped that part up. And originally, it was thought that maybe Spider-Man was going to cameo in the movie. Of mm-hmm. course, Tom Hardy uh, in Venom. But it's since come out that he's not in there as Spider-Man, or at least no one has confirmed that part yet. But what it seems to be is that, that Peter Parker, the character of Peter Parker, is going to be uh. in the Venom movie, which I actually think is really smart. I think it's it, that's cool that you can throw him into this universe but not take away the focus from Tom Hardy and Venom you know kind of like how they they I feel like they might have did a little bit with Homecoming 
Iron yeah, Man, Iron Man. <laughs> was so front and center in that film a lot of times. And that's fine. I get it. Like, you're trying to hedge your bet a bit, I guess. But if you just have Holland in as Peter Parker, it's a little more low-key, you know? It's a little more 2018, you know, yeah, sliding it's, in the it's, DMs. Um, <laughs> completely vulnerable, maybe, without the use of his spider spider suit. I mean, he still has the powers regardless, but... Right. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what kind of position he's going to be put in. If he's just like a bystander at some of the events, or if he's actually you know, taking an active role. I, what I want to know is, what's the over-under on Parker's role in this? Is that he's on some kind of school field trip? Because he's always <laughs> on a goddamn school field trip. <laughs> like, McGuire did it. Right? I'm pretty sure Garfield did it. Once he, and then, of course, Holland. Is, oh, he, shit. He's yeah. just always on a field trip. Yeah, Where, for real. I mean, they wouldn't even have the um, would they have the opportunity to introduce like the oh he's doing it for the school newspaper kind of thing. I'm, what I'm curious is where is New York City getting all this funding to send their public <laughs> school students to all these field trips? Oh, this ain't a public school. This, this, <laughs> apparently, it's like a Academy of Sciences or something. Mm. It's not one of the PS. Uh, okay, okay, right. PS one one fourteen or whatever. Yeah, they really just gave up on those, huh? Like they just. <laughs> They're like, I mean, I gave, but like, that gave up on the kids, but like, you, you know, they, but they're naming the schools like they're just named numbers. I, I, I mean, yeah, it, at some point it gets uh, the paperwork becomes tedious. I guess so. I guess so. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm for sure that he's gonna die. <laughs> they're, they're gonna go with a crazy direction with the whole yeah. Spider Verse. Uh, yeah, they're gonna kill him off in the Venom movie because he's in the Venom movie, right? Are they I mean, going to bring? I don't, see a, I don't see a good way out of it. Are they going to bring him back later, or do you? Are you this is it? I don't know, man. Uh, all I can say is, Godspeed, Spider Man. <laughs> You're gonna need it. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's cool. I just think it's cool. These, and of course, we're big fans of Tom Holland, uh, just in general, as Peter Parker as Spider Man. Uh, we got the Tom. We got Tom Tom now. We the got Garmin sponsored Tom Tom. <laughs> we got Tom Hardy, Tom Holland. Uh, so yeah, we'll definitely keep tabs on this as we move forward. Um, you know, there was also a, a little picture of, of Tom Hardy that was dropped uh, as Eddie Brock, right? Like that's the first. Look. It's literally just him in like a shirt, like a button-up shirt, mm-hmm. holding a book, and people are losing their minds about that picture. Really? Uh, I didn't even honestly post it. I don't think I posted it to the page because <laughs> I was just was like, it? "What?" It, that's the thing. It's like it's just you can't even tell. But people oh, okay. are speculating. They're like, "Oh, is that you know the uh, <laughs> the?" I don't even. I can't think of anything. Is that like you know the the Kama Sutra? Uh, no, no. <laughs> yes, the no, but like the a like, text well, of the Bible. Like, yeah, like a Doctor Strange book, or you know, like a. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, but so we didn't we didn't but it's just administrate. Look, it could be like in any movie. You wouldn't you wouldn't know the difference. Um, let's see. Since we're talking about guys, let's keep talking about guys, right? Uh, it's, it's real popular in 2018. Um, <laughs> apparently, apparently there uh, someone took it upon themselves. I actually had looked this up earlier. I'm not going to give them more publicity because they don't need it. I don't want to. Somebody uh, took it upon themselves to make an all-male cut of The Last Jedi where what? they eliminated any scenes with women. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then they constituted this as being a superior film. 
Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> the uh, the level of butt butthurt is strong with this one. Uh, the movie's approximately forty five minutes long. Keep in mind that the Last Jedi <laughs> is about three hours. It's like two. It's not even a feature. A <laughs> it's just above the length of the Olaf short that came before Coco. Oh my god! Um, I just look. Uh, we've talked about this before, uh, especially when it comes to the Last Jedi and the fan reaction. I think this is taking it a whole another level, though. Uh, just do something better with your time. Right. Anything, anything would My be God. better than cutting. If you're gonna go, yeah. If you're gonna get a a, a cam rip of the Last Jedi <laughs> to chop it up, <laughs> do something fun. Fuck's sake! I mean, it's not a very good call. It's not a very good call. Uh, <laughs> I here's the here's the thing. Just don't watch it. Don't watch Star Wars. <laughs> you don't have to. No one's making you. You don't work. I guarantee that person doesn't work for Disney. You don't have to watch it. Just don't watch it. Go watch yeah, something is, else. There's a serious, like, uh, I don't know, problem, I would say. I guess it's a problem. It's like um, not everything has to be tailor-made to your exacting specifications, yeah. especially when it comes to, like, stories. I mean, if you don't like that story, you don't have to change it to suit your needs. Just, yeah. I mean, fuck's sake, man. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Even, you know, you're saying, well, I love Star Wars. I really love the original trilogy. Okay, watch the original trilogy. <laughs> That's fine. It's still there. Go watch it. You don't have to watch the new ones. You don't have to watch the prequels. I don't watch the prequels. I know you don't watch the prequels. I'm Mm-mm. sure most of you listeners out there don't li- watch the prequels. That's fine. Uh, you know, it's like, um, you don't, just because you like a particular author or musician, you don't have to like all their albums, you know, or books. You can You can pick and choose. It's fine. You're not hurting anyone's feelings. All right. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, we've got some controversy. Okay. Wow. Laser the transition beams. sound, man. All right. I, today, <laughs> I feel like I have holes in me now. Like laser <laughs> oh, beam holes. That's this one. Oh, Jesus. Now you got a hole. I mean, was that like a Starscream blast? Is that what the, that sounds? You're going to have to ask Alex. He would know. <laughs> I feel like that was a Starscream shoulder, you know, arm blast. Uh, here's well, a, might, might possibly be. Here's a here's a weird tangent, okay. Uh, Megatron has a giant cannon attached to his arm that uh-huh. he can shoot people with, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, on occasion he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna turn into this tiny gun that <laughs> one of the other uh, Decepticons can hold and then shoot." Why? That that is interesting. That's a is that a weird flex? It's like I don't even want to shoot myself. You shoot me for me. Ooh, yeah. But you know what? The thing is, and I could be totally wrong about this. Again, I mean, you know, if anyone out there wants to correct me, it's fine. Alex, I'm sure, would know. I think it's usually Starscream that ends up shooting Megatron, like um, like holding him in gun form. Stars- oh. Starscream hates Megatron. Why wouldn't he just drop him on the ground and start stomping on him? No, no, no. This is some sort of freaky relationship shit. This is like, this is some sort of role play. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like this a, is like some a power submissive. Yeah. Yes. Stuff that, yeah. It explains a lot. <laughs> you know who else is uh, all about that freaky, freaky stuff? Who's that? Korg. Oh shit. Ah uh, yeah. Nah. This whole thing is a circle, but uh, not a real circle. More like a freaky circle. 
he, he knows about them freaky circles. Man. Oh man, I was spit out my water. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Cork is so good. Okay. Uh, we do have some controversy, though, uh, with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it's not the con- controversy that you might think. Supposedly... Or that, or that we created. Or that we created. Um, so, of course, there's controversy surrounding the costume. That's not uncommon. That happens a lot. A lot of fans get uh, a little too attached to the source material sometimes, and they... You know, they have trouble seeing the uh, the transition, the translation. Uh, and that was an original complaint with uh, with Ant-Man and the Wasp here. But it's gone beyond that. And uh, somebody Uh-oh. somebody uh, has pointed out, I believe it was first shown on Reddit, because that's kind of where a lot of stuff seems to, <laughs> to groundswell from. But uh, somebody noticed that if you inverted, if you flipped over the image of the Wasp, uh, and you looked at her costume, kind of like in the torso area. It it looks like a, it's very phallic. It looks like a like a penis, like it came from a bag of dicks. <laughs> Whoa! But just one, not like Is multiple. Is that what Costco has in there? It's just. I mean, I haven't been there in a while. All I know is they got good value. So. But it's like it's very it's, it is very noticeable. Like once you flip the image around and somebody tells you to look for it, yeah, it's there, hundred <laughs> percent. But, but my question is that like this is where we have to put our thinking caps on and and try to debate. Mm-hmm. I guess. Do you think that that was intentional? Do you think that the costume designer for Ant Man Wasp was like, ha ha ha, I'm oh. gonna put a giant dick on her? You might be a woman, but I'm gonna draw a penis on you. Oof. Um. God, I hope not. Also yeah, not a very I'm good gonna, call. I'm gonna argue for the I hope not <laughs> camp. Yeah, uh, 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 women's armor. I guess it's um, it's kind of weird. It always has the you know whatever whatever armor layout they're going with, whether it's like medieval or futuristic or a superhero. It always accentuates the breasts. Breastplate, and right? It's got like that. Big nobody can ever pump. figure a good way to do that without like a you know. Trying to scream out, "I'm a female!" I just all I got, all I got is a metal bra. Yeah, um, you know. So if anything, that yeah. I mean, it's um, carelessness that led to it, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think it was maybe a little bit of we're just going to kind of do this the way it's always been done. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, like accentuating the breast, like the breastplate. I would really like to, and hopefully they do this on a future episode uh, for the ladies over at Superman. Explain me this. To mm-hmm. tackle this particular topic for Div and Christine, because I want to know what their takes are. Because obviously we're not women, um, we, you know. It's it's Wait, a li- we're not. I mean, unless there's <laughs> something that happened in the last few weeks that I don't know about. Uh, but yeah, like you know, it's. Uh, is it a big deal? Are people trying to make too big of a deal out of this? Is it nothing? Was it intentional? Was it unintentional? I don't know. Uh, it, it is pretty obvious, though. I don't know if they're going to... I mean, I don't think they can change it now. Yeah, it's like that FedEx arrow. I can't unsee it now. Oh, right. The Yeah, so clever with that logo design. Or the Amazon, the A to Z. Yeah, the little yep. smile. Yeah? Yep. All right. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, okay, actually, this is... Whew, this is actually kind of, to me, bad news, and we'll see where you fall on this. Um, Black Widow movie. It's actually happening. It's a real thing. Yes, Woo, right? Ooh, victory. Good. Oh, victory. Yeah, Finally. Yeah, 2020, I think, is, uh, 
its potential uh, release date, uh, starring, of course, Scarlett Johansson. Great, 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 mm-hmm. great, great. Um, they just announced who the writer is going to be on this script, and it is uh, Jack Schaefer. Now, Jack is a is a woman. It's her name is spelled J A C. Uh, Jack, no, but it Jacqueline, is a, maybe it might be short for Jacqueline, and it might be one of those things where like she got tired of you know like uh, hiring directors or whatever. Uh, like being like Jacqueline, <laughs> woman can't write, so he she shortened it to Jack. It was like fuck y'all, uh, um, a strong man's name. Yeah, Jack, like the beanstalk, <laughs> killed that giant. <laughs> Jack Kennedy got shot in the head. Oh wait, whoa, whoa, that's, that's too far. Sorry, um, but here's the thing, Jack Schaefer is the writer of the Olaf short before Coco, that 23-minute mess of a, of a short film. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> that nobody likes. Nobody, they, they, there was such a repug. Like, it was so repug that, that the reaction made it so that the theaters started removing it from Coco. Like they were like, <laughs> and they advertised it that way, right? Like, yeah, they said, yeah, I went to go see it at the draft house and it mm-hmm. said without short. Yeah, without. So like, I will give you my money. So, look, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Hopefully, that short film is not an indication of truly what she's capable of. Uh, mm-hmm. If it is. The Black Widow may already be in trouble, which would be bad. So, I mean, you got to figure those animated shorts have so many like uh, hoops they have to jump through, right? Yeah, a bunch of check I marks. Mean, she might not be writing to her audience that she usually sees as uh, her audience. I mean, she, writing for kids and shit. So, yeah, hopefully it's uh, it, it's without context. <laughs> we don't really know. Yeah. Or I actually I have no idea of her capabilities. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, we can hope for the best. I'll put it this way. I saw Coco twice in the theater. The second time that I saw it, I purposefully got there late by <laughs> about 25 minutes. So I didn't have to see it again because I did not want to see it. It's a long-ass uh, short, dude. It's so it's not even, like, that's not even short. That's just medium. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, other news. Deadpool uh, has been moved up. Ooh. Okay, we got a couple of, you know, everyone's talking about what's going to happen. Disney acquired 20th Century Fox. Are they going to change Deadpool? Is it going to be PG-13? Is it, what are they going to do? Is Mickey Mouse going to be in there? Still going to be rated <laughs> R. Still going to be rated R. Is Deadpool going to ride in the Haunted Mansion? I mean, I hope so. Oh, man, the possibilities. <clears throat> yeah, or like on It's a Small World. Like Deadpool <laughs> riding in the boat and It's a Small World. That's nice. Um <laughs> But so far, really, the only change is, is, is these two things that we're about to talk about, which is Deadpool has been moved up to May 18th of this year. Okay. Okay. And New Mutants has been pushed to 2019. So originally hmm. it was going to be released, I think, in the fall of this year, and now they're going to push it to 2019. Supposedly there may be some rewrites and reshoots. Well, okay. That's, of course, the one starring... Um, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. Yeah. yeah. Arya Stark, of course. Um, if I were to tell you that the trade-off mm-hmm. is you get Deadpool sooner, but New Mutants is later, does that make you happy, or or would you would you rather have everything stay the way it was? Um, 
Hmm, that's an interesting question because New Mutants seems really, really interesting. The concept and their conceit they're going with would be kind of like um like a, like a psychological film. horror movie type thing going on. Um, that seems really cool. Um, but I do like Deadpool a whole lot. So <laughs> it's just weird that they chose to do it in May because don't we have Infinity War coming out in May? Yeah, I want to say so we get the the double buckshot of Infinity War and Deadpool. I mean. So, Hmm. I wonder if at this point, since they own all of it, like they don't, they just don't care. Like, like all the money's coming to us anyway. Right. I mean, yeah, they're gonna keep the the foot on the movie going public's uh, throat there uh, for that month. But yeah, I'm 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 fine with it. Maybe there's like tie-ins from Deadpool to Infinity War. Then oh 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 oh, I like where your brain just went there. Yeah, I mean, Deadpool and Thanos got beef. That's true. I actually read that that short, the Thanos versus Deadpool short. Uh, mm-hmm. We might talk about that on a future episode. Um, yeah, that's a really great point. Uh, maybe that maybe that is part of the impetus for it. Because honestly, any film that is in the vicinity of Civil of uh, Infinity War, like what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you existing? Just just don't. Just wait. Give it time. Give it room to breathe, man. That movie's gonna. It's just gonna crush everything. I feel like it. The only the only thing that could hamper it is like a, a Last Jedi type divisive backlash. But all oh, right, I don't think I don't think enough time the MCU has existed long enough for fans to get so wrapped up in the mythology of what the MCU is to the level that hmm. they have with Star Wars. You know, so that's definitely true. Yeah, it's kind of more one-off, like a direct, you know, really pointed, directed hate for like a a costume choice or something. Yeah. Or like, where where are Black Widow's eyebrows? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> where are they though? I have a theory about that, by the way. I saw Uh-oh. I was at the bookstore the other day, and they had this um, as it was an X Men book, but it was essentially Where's Waldo, but it mm-hmm. was like Where's Wolverine? And you gotta find him. You know, there's, uh, uh-huh. you know, a bunch of minions or not, you know, but I don't know. He was like in a theme park and there were a bunch of other people that looked like Wolverine, but they weren't Wolverine. You got to find him. I think they're going to make a, a Avengers Infinity War tie in. Where are Black Widow's eyebrows? <laughs> and you have to find them. And then you also have to find like a lamp and like maybe a, <laughs> maybe a bookcase. A is, lollipop. is it a clue? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm just saying, if they want to push product, that's a you know outside the box way. I applaud them. I applaud them for their out of the box thinking. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, you mean? I guess thanks. a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, gallery, sound gallery there. All right, I have a question for you. All right, I want you to answer honestly if you can. Uh oh. And if you can't, then on. In- Answer, you heard the bell. Let's go. Yeah, answer entertainingly, at least, please. <laughs> um, where the hell is the Han Solo trailer? Oh, oh, I have actually no idea. Uh, that, 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 I think that's the Han Solo production crew you hear in the background. Oh, uh, I mean, it might have gotten taken by the Jawas. 
Oh. I have no fucking idea what the Han, Han Solo standalone trailer is. They're pretty slow, so I feel like if they did take it, you could catch up to them and <laughs> take it right back. They're not right? that big. It's not a sand speeder. It's a sand crawler. Oh. Oh. Um. All right. So I looked into this. We st- you know, obviously we don't have a trailer yet. We have nothing. We have we don't have a poster, I and mean, we have Are they a- coming out in March. We have- like. No, I think it comes out in uh, April. Okay. Unless they moved it. I think it was supposed to come out in May, but I think they moved it. Um, <laughs> we have a poster, but the poster is literally just the title card. It's It just says Solo, a Star Wars story. And so we have no, like, no actual mocked up, you know, a poster for this thing no trailer nothing like normally normally at this point in the in the sequence you and i are like please stop releasing trailers stop releasing international trailers stop releasing new tv spots stop releasing (laughs) these online exclusive behind like i don't want to see anymore i just want to watch the movie when it comes out we're getting nothing here and i i feel like that's a bad sign that's an ominous sign yeah, what I'm, do you think? I, I don't. I really don't know. Are they gearing up to like uh just hit us with? Oh, by the way, we're gonna go long. We're gonna need to push this back. I, it, it might be that. It might just be that um that they're really just going from dailies to editing. They're just like they have to get it done real quick, and it's been right. kind of like um maybe switching directors, switching writing crews. Yeah, they might not have that much turnaround time to cut a trailer uh, too quickly, but. It, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, this is Star Wars. It's a it's a standalone, but it's still Star Wars. Yeah. So you'd figure that there'd be a lot of more marketing involved, and it it's felt like January's taken about three months. Yeah. Uh, so far. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but maybe they, maybe they're counting on that. Maybe <laughs> maybe it just feels like it's been a long time. It does feel weird because. This, like you said, this is Star Wars. They hardly ever misstep. Even with the prequels, in real time, people were jazzed about it. They were always excited. Even after mm-hmm. the shit show of uh, Attack of the Clones, people were like, third one's going to redeem it. It's going to be great. I hate sand, too. <laughs> but uh, it, it's actually, oh, it's my favorite part. Uh, it's my favorite part of the podcast. It's where I get to make an allusion or a parallel to the NBA and more oh, specifically okay. <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs. It's like <laughs> right now the Spurs with this whole Kawhi Leonard thing, you know, there's all this disarray. There's a lot of like buzz like does Kawhi want to get traded and all. It, the Spurs and the Spurs fans specifically are not used to this. Mm. Star Wars is not used to this to running into all oh. these problems. And I think that is, they're kind of taking the pop method. They're just like, they'll address it quickly, but then just let it, like, just move past it. So, like, they, I think they kind of want people to just kind of forget that Solo's even happening. Like, they're not trying to draw <laughs> attention to it. Like, don't look behind the curtain. There's no man behind okay. the curtain. We'll see. <laughs> I... Well, we're over here saying, show me what you got. <laughs> and they're, yeah, they're just shaking yeah, their nope. head with their hands to the side. Like, hmm. <laughs> um, that being said, I did some research. There's a rumor. It's just a rumor, but there's a rumor out there that we are going to get our first look at Han Solo or Solo uh, during the Super Bowl. 
Okay. Which is pretty crazy because that, that means yeah. you've, you've done nothing and now you're going to spend all your money on one ad. But maybe that pays off. Who knows? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, like we've been saying, it's Disney. They can call whatever shot they want at this point. That's true. I mean, really at this point, they might just be using this movie as like a write-off to offset all of their gains <laughs> from everything else. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, for everyone else out there listening, you know, a lot of people sometimes will come at us and say we're Star Wars fanboys, and we are, uh, but that, you know, we 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 just like everything that Star Wars does. One, that's not true. I brought up the holiday special uh, before, and we have a great disdain for the prequels. Right. Look, we're, I don't think either of us think that this movie is going to end up being anything worthwhile. Uh, at this point, it's more just like, I want to see what happens. Um, and I like Donald Glover a lot, but like, he's just one man. He's just one black man in a galaxy far, far away. And I don't, you know, I don't know if he can save it. Maybe. I mean, he's got Khaleesi there too. That's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And, uh, obviously of course, if they do drop a trailer for the Super Bowl, we will cover that on a future episode. All right. What else we got? Oh, some DC news. This is pretty cool. Um, so this is just in rumor stage right now, but apparently, uh, they're on their, what, I think third or fourth director now for Flashpoint. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Um, but they're looking at a duo, uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, which, uh, if those names sound vaguely familiar, it's because that's the writing duo of Spider-Man Homecoming. They also directed Vacation. Um, the like National Lampoon's Vacation, yeah. sort of reboot, not really a reboot, but like that thing that came out. Uh, some people liked it, some people didn't. <clears throat> but um, I kind of feel like with this DC, in true uh, Warner Brothers DC fashion, was like, what's Marvel doing? Oh, they got the <laughs> Russo brothers. <laughs> Those guys came from a. From like a comedy background, and they're <laughs> crushing it over there. What can we do? All right, let's grab the guys from Spider-Man: Homecoming. I could be totally wrong. I just feel like somewhere that conversation happened. In yeah. Some in some executive office. That being said, you know, Homecoming was great, and um, if they can lend that sort of fun you know, panache to the, uh, to the flash character and, and series as a whole, uh, they might have a winner here. This might be a perfect matching. That of course is assuming that they even stay on the project because <laughs> uh flash <laughs> flash has been having a, a real bad time. It's been, you know, pizza eating when it should have been French frying. Oh no. You're going to have a bad time. Uh, what do you think yeah. about, what do you think about the boys uh, working on flash though as directors? I think it's right into the. Um, it's going to be Ezra Miller again. A splash mm-hmm. so far. That, that, that that's a smart move, just because it kind of um, they can write to his abilities as an actor. Right. He was actually pretty charming, pretty funny, uh, in Justice League. Um, <coughs> again, not not the worst of all movies, but um, no, it was, it, you know, it, it was it was a movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think any any chance they have to kind of let your um, main actor kind of like uh, shine out there. Uh, right to abilities. Right to their strengths. Good, yeah. Yeah. It's a good move. I mean, really, I don't think they could have done better than Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. No? 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 Ni- no 1994 alternative rock fans out there? 
Okay, it's fine. Uh, oh, Christ, dude! <laughs> oh, my fucking God! I just got it! <laughs> yeah, I was just kind of sitting there, and then all of a sudden, I got it! I understand <laughs> what you're talking about now. <laughs> oh, man, all fucking source of dishwalla. is like floating things up in my head now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you're I'm over here you're counting, counting blue, blue cars. cars. Counting blue cars, yep. just about to say that. Uh, Christ. Okay. We've got um, we've got some hey, Harley. Move on, move on. What's Duncan Sheik up to? Move on. Oh yeah, I, I know he's he, uh, he's barely breathing. <laughs> All I know is I hope <laughs> that we save tonight and fight the oh, break of dawn. Fucking eagle-eyed cherry. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this could be a whole nother podcast. Actually, we might have to we might have to consider this shelf it for now. Um, just us name dropping a ton of one hit wonder uh, bands circa Jesus 1995. Christ. Oh <laughs> shit! It's the next topic. Let's go. Ahead. <laughs> uh, we have a trio of Harley Quinn films. Um, so here's the weird thing about this is that Gotham City Sirens is apparently on hold. Uh, that's the film that was going to star, I think, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, uh, Batgirl, uh, hmm. possibly. Um, uh, there's a Batwoman character that might have been in there. Um, just a bunch of female characters. Apparently that's just on hold. It hasn't been, um, canceled or anything like that. Just on hold. But they did, apparently are, they are going to be going forward with not one, not two, but three other Harley Quinn vehicles. Uh, wow. and that, that's Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad 2, which we already knew was, was greenlit. And then, mm. uh, and I feel like this is the one we're going to talk the most about. Something that's just tentatively titled Joker v. Harley. Huh. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, Birds of Prey, uh, for those that aren't familiar with the comic source material, it's um, it's it stars uh, the Huntress and Oracle, which is Barbara Gordon, um, after the incident with the Joker where she becomes uh, paralyzed, is in a wheelchair. And uh, what's the third? What's the... Uh, it's not Satana, is it? It's no, it's Black, Black Canary, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think they do. I think they they rotate the characters sometimes. So there might be a Satana in there. there. You know, there could be other characters. I think there's like Vixen is a character. I think she might cameo mm. in there somewhere. Um, it's it's a it was actually a TV show. I think on the WB, maybe like yeah. eight years ago, it was pretty popular for a while. It only did one season, but I, I think people it had a pretty strong following. Uh, the comic is really good. Um, so I, I feel like there's a lot of, it's like, there's a lot of, um, source that they can pull from to make that worthwhile and good suicide squad Two is of course the sequel. Let's just, you know, I think we talked about this before, but I really hope with suicide squad Two that they just ground everything. Um, they a little should, motivation, a little reasons for action. They yeah. shouldn't be fighting somebody who's trying to take over the world. They shouldn't be dealing with alien threats or mystical threats that are so large <laughs> that like it, it's like a world-ending scenario. Like let's do like somebody kidnaps the pre- the uh, the president's daughter type thing. Let's do something a little more low. Escape from LA? Yeah, let's do an escape from LA but Suicide Squad. Like let's do, let's do that. Let's do a demolition man but Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? Hmm. Let's just do something a little more small scale you know 
uh, boots on the ground kind of thing. That's what I would really like to see for a Suicide Squad 2. That'd be nice. I don't know if um, they have the balls for oh, it, though. Geez. Yeah, I mean, we all know how well that did. So, um, <laughs> All right, but the last one, which I think is by far the most interesting thing, um, is Joker v. Harley. Right off the bat, Batman v. Superman was a giant mess. And mm. if you know, I don't know if this is the, like just a tentative title or a placeholder title. I would want to keep the consciousness of the general public as far away from Batman v Superman as much as possible. I feel <laughs> like this is not a good title. If even if that's like kind of the plot of the film, don't use the same format. Like just do something different. Like Joker's right. Wild, Joker's Revenge. You know, just there's a bunch of, you know, there's a bunch of other things you can do. Um, But as a concept, Joker v. Harley sounds like it could be something really, really great. I think uh, you and I had talked about Suicide Squad before, and we mentioned that the sequences with Harley and Joker were pretty good. And, And it felt like a totally different film from the rest of the film. For sure. Yeah, I wish that they had just taken all those scenes out and just made a whole nother movie. Maybe that's kind of what they're doing here, you know, like they're trying to atone. What what do you think? What do you think out of those three projects? Which which are you most psyched for? Um, Hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe suicide squad, maybe (laughs) just because I kind of want to see how a major company, you know, picks up the pieces from like a, well, I guess critical disaster, but financially it did. All right. I mean, people went to see it. Um, So, do they, mm-hmm. is, is there any shame in that? Do they, ha, you know, do they, do they try to give a better story for it? Uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens there. Birds of Prey sounds interesting because it was, um, I do remember, like, uh, not catching it all the way, but uh, just, you know, hearing about it when it was on the WB. Um, but, I don't know, all this kind of, to me, it's like they're banking on Harley Quinn being their Deadpool, kind of. Yeah. Um, which is a good move because Harley Quinn's be- uh, beloved universally almost. Yeah. And not only that, you've got Margot Robbie attached, who is killer in Itani, mm-hmm. by the way, for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, you know, that movie takes liberties with the story, I think, with the history of what happened. But it is incredibly entertaining. And Margot Robbie and Sebastian Stan. Actually, it's the movie where Harley Quinn and Winter Soldier get married. <laughs> and they get into a whole bunch of hijinks. Um, it's really good. It's really, really good. I highly recommend it to anyone out there listening and looking for something to watch. Uh, you know, it's entertaining and it's 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 got a lot not, to not, it. Not all heroes wear capes. There you go. Some of them wear skates. <laughs> oh no! Why did I do this? Uh, Why did I? Oh my god! You Why do not. You, you do up? not know the way. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it. I don't like that. I, I do not like that either. It's not very cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, it, it's cool though. I mean, the the one thing you got to worry about a little bit is maybe oversaturation of the character. But if they make these films different from one another to the point where you're not just getting the same note over and over, I think mm-hmm. they could definitely have something to build on with uh, with Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out to you. Well, uh, old yeah. man Logan, how do you feel about old man Logan? He's he's old. Oh, 
that was a that was a brutal graphic novel because I read it in the, oh, <laughs> in the in the trade form. Yeah. Uh, oh was, my god. Oh, brutal but amazing. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, it kind of translated well to the film Logan. Yeah. Uh, that it, it wasn't one for one, of course, but uh, I like the themes of it. A lot of themes. So yeah. yeah, I haven't checked out Old Man Hawkeye. And There's Old Man Hawkeye. Thing. Yeah, yeah, he's old. And he's Hawkeye, so that's what that is about. Uh, man, but real quick, going back to Old Man, that splash page, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. The, the open, the two-page yeah. splash page. Ha! Huh, I yelled. I literally yelled <laughs> oh, at no. my, my comic book in my hand. I went, no! Oh, my God. No, oh, my I God. I didn't tell you this at the time, but I actually have recording equipment set up uh, when you were reading it, and mm-hmm. here's the actual uh, recording. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you turned into Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire holding back a subway. <laughs> Making all the faces. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I, I love Spider-Man 2. I love Spider-Man 2. It's really good. Uh, that Doc Ock Spider-Man subway fight scene is, is fantastic. It holds up. It's really good. Yeah. Here's the problem. Somebody mm. once pointed out to me that they and they said, "Do you think this is?" They just asked me one question. And it ruined my life. They said, <laughs> "They said, do you think that's the face he makes when he no. orgasms?" Oh and my god, no! <laughs> just, just comic conundrum, but ruined, uh, ruined my life. Never been the same <laughs> since then. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but the, uh, Old Man Logan's great for all any any anybody who who loves superhero comics and sort of dystopian tales. If you have not read Old Man Logan, please please read it. It is mm-hmm. such a well told story. Uh, the artwork is beautiful as well. I think the artist is Steve McNiven. Um, <clears throat> so 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 good. Uh, Mark Millar, writer, by the way, kick ass and and. Uh, Kingsman and all that. Uh, but yeah, so Old Man Logan, Old Man Hawkeye, which again, it's uh, Hawkeye and he's really old. Uh, now comes, if you liked that, now comes Old Woman hmm? Laura. Whoa. I'm not talking about X-23? Laura Croft. I'm, yeah, I'm not talking about Laura Croft. I'm talking about Laura Kenny, X23. <clears throat> so. All right. Unlike Old Man Logan and Old Man Hawkeye, which are standalone titles, what this is going to be is actually a uh, story arc within the all-new Wolverine comic book, um, oh. which in which Laura Kinney, X-23, is Wolverine. Um, it's going to be like a, a few issues story arc, and it, like, it proposits that we're in the future. It's a utopian society. In okay. which Laura helps govern over that society in some capacity. And she's willfully given up the mantle of Wolverine uh, to, I believe, Gabby, uh, which is, I free, honestly, and I'm going to lose some points. Oh, she's the honey badger? Right. Gabby, the, the honey badger. Well, we did talk about that before, but like, Gabby's yeah. supposed to be her daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's the honey badger, which I think is a really cool thing, cool story. Uh, actually, no, I think we did talk about it. Anyway, uh, but so, like, uh, Gabby's grown up, and she's taken on the mantle of Wolverine. Um, but then something happens, and Laura has to don the costume once again, or decides to. Sounds they keep interesting. pulling me back in. <laughs> it, 
it sounds interesting. I definitely say it sounds interesting. I'll probably read it. But here's here's my one concern. Yeah. We've already got Old Man Logan. <clears throat> we we got Old Man Hawkeye. Now we have Old so, Woman Laura. Ooh. Are we gonna have like the old verse? Old Surfer, Silver Surfer. <laughs> Like just falling off his board, like breaking the hip. Deadpool gets old. Like, I worry that they're gonna because this is what Marvel does. Everyone you know knows the Marvel kicks butt on the movie side. Sure, sure they do. On the polishing side, they cannot get out of their own way <laughs> quick enough. They keep making really weird choices for stuff. Um... I don't know, man. I worry that they're gonna they're gonna like lean into this too hard, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, this is good. Let's do uh, let's do retired Doctor Doom." Huh? <laughs> like, uh, what huh. else could they do? What else could they do? Uh, they could you know, do yeah. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that sounds almost appealing. <laughs> what? Throw, throw some else. Throw, throw, throw something else out. Okay, okay. Uh, um, um, no longer practicing Doc Ock. Uh huh. <laughs> um, we've got we've got um, <laughs> disbarred Daredevil. Disbarred Daredevil. We've got um, mild simmer t- uh, Human Torch. He's not flaming <laughs> he's, anymore. He, he's just making the sauce. He's, he's, making he's sauce. just making the sauce. I know if Ig were here, he would ask though, "Is he the flames?" And we would find out. I don't know. Would he be hmm. the flames? I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's see. We got uh, we got. Um, um, light projectile raccoon. I mean, you know, okay. like just <laughs> the equivalent of like Mentos and, and uh, Diet Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Lifeguard Namor. Lifeguard Namor would be good. Um, but yeah, just like like lesser like like lesser like older lesser yeah. versions of these characters. Dial it back, scale it down. You know, as the as the readership of comic books gets older, we may we may have just stumbled upon. <laughs> What is the next big thing <laughs> for comics publishing uh, in the yeah. next 20 years or so? I mean, it's sad. Uh, yeah, uh, you don't usually think of um, superheroes conversations devolving into like existential crises comparisons uh, like real-life conversations do between friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be uh, interesting to see a take on that. Yeah, actually, I, you know, I wouldn't mind like maybe a miniseries, but I, you know, they just... <laughs> Just keep it together, Marvel. Don't don't get ahead of yourselves. Uh, uh, yeah, something like the Avengers watching the Young Avengers like go around fighting fighting crime, and they're just like, "Fuck you know, I can't believe we used to do that." Well, you know, I had I had knees at one point, <laughs> like sore Thor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, ah, oh, my hip, uh, barely. <laughs> <laughs> barely, there we go. <laughs> barely does have the icy hot. Um, <laughs> you know, Mar- DC kind of did something in a much more serious way with uh, Kingdom Come, which is a really, really great uh, graphic novel story for DC in which it is like 20, 40 years in the future, and there's a new generation of heroes, quote-unquote, um, and most of the older heroes have retired, and the new mm-hmm. heroes are just... just doing a real shit job of everything yeah. and so the the older heroes band together and they're like we gotta put a stop to this it's a okay. it's a good story it's called kingdom come it's got beautiful uh artwork by alex ross um really 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 good story 
uh, for anyone else, if you get through with Old Man Logan and you want to read more about old superheroes, go read <laughs> Kingdom Come, DC Publishing. All right. It is that time. It's one of the best times you can have here at, at, uh, at Combo Characters. And that's when we stop, take a little break, relax, lean back, get a cup of coffee, Ooh. maybe a piece of pie. I'm, of course, talking about Casting Corner. Ooh, that's right. You've earned it. You've worked so hard. Kick back and relax. You're in the Casting Corner. <clears throat> you almost <laughs> I love a I love what you're doing but it did <laughs> remind me I just watched uh, Blade Runner 2049 again recently and you kind uh-huh. of reminded me of like maybe the male counterpart to joy huh. but like the male like the male like for the <laughs> woman on the go who wants a companion but doesn't want to deal right. with actual dudes or whatever uh, for the woman got- Blade Runner <laughs> yes they've got the Chris and that's how you would greet them as they were coming. Come on, strikes. You know. Uh, um, make a move. Like, hey, sweetie, how was the office today? I told you that bitch crazy. Stay with Carol. <laughs> I've made this gluten-free dinner for you. <laughs> of course it's Carol. Uh, it's always Carol. Casting corner. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. I'm going to admit, this is a bit of a stretch, but it's pretty fun, and I wanted to give us an opportunity to talk about it. Apparently, somebody on, like, um, on Twitter, on, you know, on the internet, posited the idea of, you know, what should Mark Hamill do? Spoiler alert, I guess. What should Mark Hamill do now that he's, you know, maybe not going to play Luke Skywalker anymore? Because he dead. Oh. He could still come back as a Force Ghost, guys. By the way, like, yeah. he could totally be in all this stuff. It's fine, um, but like, what what should his next role be? And somebody mm-hmm. somebody mentioned, what about Mark Hamill as Doc Ock, Doctor Octopus in, in the Spider Man universe? Hmm. And Mark Hamill saw this and liked the comment. Oh, <laughs> and then oh, that's it. Okay, and that's then, what it means. By all right. <laughs> And then everybody lost their shit. <laughs> Here's the thing about that, though. Honestly, I'm here for it. I think that would be great. I would love to see Mark Hamill's as Doc Ock. I think he could easily play the mentor role and mm-hmm. then immediately shift into the nutso, like, crazy paranoid Doc Ock, uh, Otto Octavius. What are your thoughts? We already saw the footage from Last Jedi. Yeah, he could pull it off. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much what he, what happened. Um, yeah, that that's that'd be a great role for him. He loves playing the villain. I mean, he does. He's like had the longest run as Joker. If you want to throw the animation side into it, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, he he really likes kind of going uh, going that dark well to yeah. kind of be the villain. Yeah. So I'm all here for it. Uh, of course, this means nothing at this point, but. Yeah, you know, it seems like uh, sometimes if actors want to play a role, that's just kind of how they get the ball rolling. So right, they're not going to say no to a paycheck like that. Come on. Yeah, and he's already kind of in the Disney family, you know. This with, is true with Star Wars. So it's just you know, just go next door. It's all it is. <laughs> you even got to move. All right. Uh, the other thing is Batfleck. We got Batfleck news. Oh, I love Batfleck news. This is just a rumor uh, as of right now, but it's apparently being um, uh, dallied about, I guess. Uh, 
it's gaining momentum. Apparently, uh, Ben Affleck is only going to play Batman one more time, the character of Batman and Bruce Wayne. And the rumor is that that's either going to be in Suicide Squad 2 or possibly in Flash if they do a Flashpoint movie. Hmm. Um, so that's interesting because, of course, we've talked about the Batman trilogy that's supposed to be coming out eventually. Um, All right. So apparently he's he's not going to be doing that. Um, and Warner Brothers is apparently very high. We don't, I know if we brought this up before, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal to take up the mantle. Hmm. Uh, now again, we don't know if that's him being Bruce Wayne, him being, you know, uh, Tim Drake or, uh, Dick Grayson or, you know, whoever. Um, but, um, what do you think? Ultimately, if Ben Affleck does one more bad appearance and it's not even like a Batman film, it's either going to be Suicide Squad 2 or Flash. So he might have a role, but maybe not like a starring role. Ultimately, yeah. how do you feel about Ben Affleck's um, time as Bruce Wayne and Batman? Hmm. I'm kind of ambivalent. I, I don't really uh, have too much of a problem with him. I mean, uh, I think he did an all right job. It's uh, really hard to kind of live up to the Nolan stuff with, with Christian Bale uh, pulling it off like, magnificently well. Um, but, yeah, he... He didn't do that bad of a job, I don't think. Um, as much as we like to kind of have our fun with Batfleck, uh, it was all right. It was passable. I mean, I've seen worse. <laughs> there have been worse examples. Uh, I don't think he's Val Kilmer bad um, or Clooney bad. But I mean, I don't know. It, it's Batman's such a such a huge kind of figure to take on. Uh, he's an an icon among this mythology that we have. So it's kind of daunting. I can I can see the pressure to like uh, really. To, to have like amazing performances every every time out and it's just a lot of averages you're not gonna you know win an oscar every time with batman so yeah. i mean <laughs> it's 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 really hard to do um if anything i'd, I'd just kind of be like uh well i mean i'd be i'd be all right with it um i don't see him having too good of a time with the whole process uh it seemed like um you know it was a, the sad ben affleck kind of music is what the Sound, the sound of silence kind of got retitled on the internet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if yeah, if he's not here having fun, then he shouldn't really stick around. Uh, he's under no obligation to us, really. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I, here's the thing. At, at the end of the day, the one Hello, thing you can't. I was looking for it. Sorry. Wow. Wow. You got that. You got it. that pretty yeah. quickly, actually. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. Uh, the the thing about this, you can't take away from him. He definitely had the best bat suit. Yeah, that Batman suit that he has is pretty sweet. It's very very comic accurate. Looks good. Uh, he looks like Batman. You know, he looks mm -hmm. like a big, imposing, you know, dude. So, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I can't picture it honestly. I really can't. The Nightcrawler. The <laughs> Donnie Darko. Yeah. Not and we say Nightcrawler, not like Marvel's Nightcrawler. Yeah, or not not Bamf. No, no, he's not Bamfing. He's just uh, being weird and creepy with the camera. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's just kind of weird. I I do admit I would think that Ben Affleck is tired of all the scrutiny and just all of the noise that has come with him being Batman. It yeah, doesn't I mean, seem like a lot of fun. <laughs> if you yeah, go back to Gone Girl, like the the thing he did before that. And 
he was a, he was great in that. Yeah, he, was, he, he was great in Argo. Yeah, uh, that's more of his speed. Yeah, he should he should stick to that. He's really good at it, and it really should, again like we were talking about like work to your strengths, work to your talent, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, hopefully he finds his way again. All right, well that's it for uh, casting corner on this week's episode. Uh, well, of course. Come... Oh, whoa! We're, we <laughs> revitalized. Uh, it's a party now. We're, we're, we're done re, with them. We're re, uh, re, re, uh, energized. All right. We did get to see the first look uh, of Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Uh, they dropped a few photos over the last couple of days. Uh, she's just standing there in the street. Not a lot's going mm-hmm. on. <clears throat> a lot of fans have already come back or come or not. You know, and I don't even. Yeah, I'm sure they're fans or whatever. A lot of people have come out and said, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, what is this? She's wearing like this green suit. What? That's not what Captain Marvel looks like. Captain Marvel's red and blue and gold, mm-hmm. and she looks almost like a Power Ranger without her helmet on. <laughs> not um, not untrue. Uh, but I think what they're drawing attention to is uh, maybe the 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 origins of Captain Marvel in the comic, which comes from a Cree character named Marvel. He's got like a green suit. It's oh. green and white. So maybe they're you know, they're they're pulling from that. That's what I think they're doing ultimately. Could be wrong. Okay. So a situation where maybe like uh and maybe the third act will have like the Captain Marvel that we know. So. Right. So I suspect that we're gonna we're gonna see multiple iterations of costumes here. You know, she, yeah. she ended up going through a few, which is fine. That's cool, and it's just cool to see the picture because, again, we all know these things are happening, but it's nice to see physical proof of like things moving along. Unlike the solo movie, <laughs> which we did get like one picture, I think, but like not a lot. Not a lot's moving over there. Yeah. So this is a really cool thing. I know we we mentioned it uh, on the Facebook page. It's a really big achievement. Uh, in fact, it's the first uh, movie to do this. I'm talking about Logan. It got nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay uh, for an Academy oh. Award. So all right, oh, maybe just a regular applause. There we go. <laughs> I don't need the crowd noise for that one, guys. Thanks. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, a lot of, a lot of debate about comic book movies has been for a while now. Like, yeah, sure. They're fun. They're popcorn flakes. You know, it's entertaining sometimes, whatever, but they're not, they're not artful, right? They're not, they have no real cultural value. A lot of, mm. a lot of wrong people will say, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we're moving in a direction now, and Logan's a really great film. Uh, it deserves the nomination. It's definitely the kind of film that shows that there is room in this in this genre to to move in that direction, where you are making these emotionally impactful films that do have cultural value, that go beyond just the popcorn. Fast and the Furious type, like we fun time for two and a half hours kind of thing. That that, that escapist cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about Logan being the first comic book movie to get a best adapted screen, screenplay nomination? Oh, that's that's great. That's outstanding. Um, it's, it it was really good. Um, yeah, it, it, it pieced together a bunch of different things, like a bunch of different uh, thematic uh, pieces from um, Old Man Logan. 
and then uh, they had to incorporate X Wing three into it. it. It was really good for um for its own kind of product that which you know it became something it incorporated Shane too, which is a kind of a weird choice. So <laughs> uh, now I think it, it kind of fits the bill. Um, if anything, it was something that you could really hang your hat on as like an executive. It was like, see, we we can draw numbers and we can be kind of critically acclaimed. Yeah, I think. You know, we've talked about this before, but ultimately for the genre to survive and thrive, it has to move beyond just action film, adventure mm. film. It, in the, the superhero genre needs to be able to go in a bunch of different directions like it did yeah. with um, Captain America Civil or uh, Winter Soldier, where it was kind of like an espionage film. A little mm-hmm. bit. And Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Which is like a galactic space adventure, but also comedy. Like it's like a <laughs> almost a live action heavy metal. It's yeah. Oh yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good uh, analogy. Um, so it's it's really great to see this, and I'm, I couldn't be happier that Logan uh, got the nomination. It's going to have a tough uh, road to to win, but as they say, it's great just to be nominated. So congratulations again to Logan. Um, uh, it's and it's a really good film to point to people that that don't take the superhero genre films seriously, and so good. So all you stuffy critics out there can, uh, you know, you can unclench a bit, just a just a tad. <laughs> all right, so here's another source material actually that I think is going to be ripe, like, and I mean juicy, ripe. Uh-oh. Oh no, for. All sorts of like Golden Globes and whatever other awards oh. that a television show can get. And that's why The Last Man looks to finally be coming to FX. They are finally uh, finalizing a production uh, deal with it. Uh, and then, of course, it's going to go into casting and so on. Um, the, the thing I read is that they hope to start um, production either uh, this year or next year. So this has been one of the slowest moving trains out there in terms of comic book properties. Now that the Netflix Hulu like streaming uh, vehicle is so viable, I kind of wish that that why the last man was there. Hmm. That being said, Legion is on FX. And right. Legion is another show that gets a heap of praise, deservedly so, mm. for the way that it sort of changes the convention, the convention of the superhero television show, superhero movie. Right. Um, it's very different. It's very psychological. So, so it might be in, it might be in great hands, honestly. Uh, why the Last Man coming to FX? How do you mm-hmm. feel about this news? And if you could move it to a different network or a different service, would you? And if you hmm. if you would, what would it be? Where would you move it to? All right. Well, first off, I'm great. I'm I'm excited that any BKV property uh, gets another iteration, another bite of the apple <coughs> for uh, a chance of storytelling to come out there. Um, Runaways is Brian K. Vaughn. A Wild Last Man's Brian K. Vaughn as well. Um, so yeah, no, all, all BKV fans are feeling really spoiled now. Uh, if I'm an FX exec, I'm Here thinking. Comes the money. Here we go. <laughs> Here comes the money. 
So it, it, it's a it's a sure thing for me. Um, moving it. That's an interesting preposition. Like, um, and I think there was talks about having this on HBO uh, yeah. when there were talks initially. Mm-hmm. And that might work just because Why the Last Man kind of, it doesn't have a problem going there thematically. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of raw. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a post-apocalyptic scenario. Um, well, for men at least. And uh, yeah, I think HBO could have done a lot of, could have done a lot with that. Like, you know, they have uh, no, uh, no want for production value there. Um, but FX is the same thing. I mean, uh, they they do they've had great track re- track record with all their own stuff like uh, Always Sunny, yeah. And um, so I I think it's fine where it is actually. You know, it's kind of interesting. I'm trying to think. I don't. I can't think of specifically the year why the Last Man started, but I want to say it was like oh six, oh seven, oh eight, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Given what the subject matter of that sh- series is, mm-hmm. now is could not be the more perfect time. <laughs> to yeah. uh like and like the whole men are trash movement um you know that just that thing and i'm not saying that it's like it's not the same but it's just there's that narrative kind of going on socially in our world and this story posits and i know i used that word earlier but it really fits kind of in a space very neatly <laughs> to be <laughs> in terms of what the story that it's trying to tell. And it's a really interesting one. Um, Also, by the way, has maybe, I know I brought up the, the old man Logan two page thing earlier. There's a, there's one, there's a one page sequence in why the last man that Mm -hmm. might be the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen in a comic book. I do not want to spoil it. I'm trying to remember what it was. You remember which volume? It's at the, it's at towards the end. It's towards the end, and I mean, it's, oh, okay, it's like like very 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 towards the end. Um, you actually might be thinking of one of two different things. I'm thinking uh, of a couple, yeah. Um, it's it's pretty uh unexpected, I guess, unless maybe you know like the film clues. There are some, okay, like, kind of old Hitchcockian stuff in there. That's Man. like, oh no. I need to go back. I need to go back then. It's, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the one uh, that, that really kind of struck me was uh, where, like, um, like all the men in this world have kind of died, right? And uh, he doesn't really have memory of that day too much. Uh, but some um, somebody close to him is trying to drag it out of him, like almost like a psychiatrist would. And uh, he finally he finally remembers that buried memory of like him going around and seeing everybody kind of dying in front of him. And uh, I think that was a big splash page too. So that was that was the one I was thinking of. Um, and for me, it, 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 that was really kind of like a a, a brace to see. I mean, I was all <laughs> when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, that is really jarring. You're right. There's a lot of moments in that in that series actually. When I love about Why the Last Man, it's self-contained. It's just it's like 70 issues or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's the whole story. Um, and it has a really satisfying conclusion. I feel. Um. Oh man, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. It's so good, it's so good. Everyone out there, uh... God, you imagine if they bring Pride of Baghdad to the screen? <laughs> wow! Please no. Oh man, that's gonna set off like that alone will be an act of war somehow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why last man though? We uh, would definitely be keeping tabs on this. 
on future episodes. All right. Well, we had all that great stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Why not end on the lowest note possible? Oh, no. Oh, no. I did not intend for this, but it works out fine. Apparently, there, and what I would argue is a believe it or not segment on our podcast, after it was announced that uh, Disney and Marvel were quietly foregoing any further seasons of Inhumans, mm-hmm. quietly canceled that show, uh, there was an unexpected reaction. Oh, no. An unexpected, unfortunate series of events. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) In which some fans took it upon themselves to petition for an Inhumans Season (laughs) 2. You serious? (laughs) Are, are, Are you serious? Uh yeah, that's a real thing. I don't I don't even know what to say to that. I don't you know, we started this podcast uh we didn't quite start, but we talked about how like that guy who made the all male cut of the last Jedi <laughs> use your time more wisely, like be better. Right. Use, use. We're gonna end with the same theme. And that's that's gonna be my my call out to all you C B C listeners out there. Use your time well. Use it wisely. Make good things. Let's all make the best choices we can. Let's try to be leave our best lives in 2018. Let's be happy. Let's mm-hmm. not spend time making petitions for Inhuman Season 2, please. <laughs> I don't care how much you like Lockjaw. Lockjaw's pretty great. Not gonna lie. Sure. But we could throw him in Infinity War or in the fourth Avengers film. He could show up. We don't know. Um, <laughs> one dog does not a season make. Uh... <laughs> Just, wow, I don't know. Like, that's, like, the most unexpected thing I've heard, I think, so far in 2018 right. in terms of, like, comic book stuff anyway. Like, I, I could not <laughs> fathom that people would want another season of this. I mean. It, it, it's kind of striking, but almost not surprising just because, you know, how adamant we are about the things we like. I mean, we're fans. That's uh, true. I, I'm assuming the dozen of fans that uh, Inhumans had now, now, um, let's be fair. Maybe a baker's dozen. Baker's dozen. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. If anything, there be there should be more fans from the Inhumans from season two of Agents of Shield. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I guess there's some fans. Did it ever make it to the IMAX screenings? Yeah, it did. It did for that one week. Okay. Now it was originally supposed to be a three week uh, release, uh-huh. and they shortened it to one weekend. So. Um, I say this all tongue in cheek, of course. I I I did not like Inhumans. I stomached a, a full twenty minutes of it and was like, nope, <laughs> this is. And then, like I, you know, I I poked in here and there. Uh, wasn't for me. If you like it, great. That's fine. If you want a season yeah. two, sure, go ahead and try. I, I guess, but. Ramsey Bolton to me is dead. He died in the Battle of Winterfell, the Battle of Bastards. I don't need to see him again. Yeah, I, that dude's a good actor, though. Like, uh, it's fine that he's in stuff, but like, no one will ever he's like him. He's such a good actor. He went beyond his. Uh, he went through his role. I hate yeah. the actor now. Yeah. Yes, that is a thing. That's the thing that happens. <laughs> also, uh, last thing before we check out, uh, I've got one important question for you. I already know the answer. Uh oh. Uh, have you watched The Punisher? 
No. Okay. It's fine. No, I haven't either, which means this is day 28. Day 28, 2018 of No Punisher. We will see it, but when will that be? Will it be on the next podcast? I don't know. You're going to have to tune in and find out, everybody. Until then. That's right. Same same uh, <laughs> CBC time, same CBC channel. Uh, hit us up on SoundCloud, Comic Book Characters, Facebook, Neil Before Pod, Instagram at CB Characters, uh, Twitter, CB Character. Wait, not Instagram. We don't have an Instagram. What am I talking about? Twitter at CB Characters, Gmail, CB Characters at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. The Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay so super, long, everyone. Oh. <laughs> so long, guys. Shaboy!